This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Chime checking account and 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, we're going to talk about the Astros sweeping the A's, which it's not like the greatest prediction or the greatest guarantee ever, but I did guarantee it. It was the A's, so it's not like I predicted something huge, but uh, they did it. Sunday's game was awesome. Like I said, it was the perfect situation. For a sweep, we got our three best pitchers, and we're here to talk about it. I think I stole your line. You said that. Now I'm starting to say it. <laughs> but as always, my boy, Tom, what is up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or good morning when you actually get your hands on this. We're recording oh, yeah. a little late tonight, so you might catch it first thing in the morning. But uh, the Strohs are coming off a great sweep, a much-needed sweep against the team they're supposed to beat. You know, a lot of people were worried because – Strohs tend to play down to their their opponent, but that was not the case, and we're going to break it down here for you right now. We had today's game on the Relevant app. If you weren't there, it was fun, and we won again. I don't know how many in a row that is, but we've only lost one time, and that's that's three in a row for I'm sure. I'm undefeated. You're I, undefeated. I, I, I have not seen an L yet. Knock You're on wood. It's nice. We have the Sunday games. We had one. Was it a Monday or Friday? It was a yeah, we had Monday. We took the Monday yep. from the from the big boy. So anyway, I wanted to tell you this. So it's Luke Barry Hill's birthday about five minutes ago. Six minutes ago. So happy birthday to Luke. If you if Larry, if you're listening to it, let him know that I gave him the shout out on the podcast. But I wanted to tell you something about the adventures of Larry Barry Hill. The guys at the game. And apparently at Sugarland, they put the guys, they put the family up in a, uh, a, in a suite if no one's using it. And he was sitting next to, so he's like, he texts me, he's like, hey, you know Rafael Palmero? I'm like, of course I do. He's like, I'm sitting next to him. <laughs> I sat next to him yesterday and we talked all night and he asked me if I'm coming back tomorrow and we're just sitting together. I'm going to get a picture with him. And he sure did. And I'm like, dude, this guy's like, Having a night, and last yesterday was Luke's birthday. He got a. It was him and Pedro Leone. It was both their birthdays, and they both had home runs for the Space Cowboys. But what I wanted to tell you is because of. So he texts me. And he's like, "I'm at this fancy restaurant, fancy Mexican restaurant. I can't. I don't even know what the menu says. It's so fancy." And he goes, "It's El Tiempo something," and I'm like, "Get a margarita," <laughs> and so. I told Tom the story earlier, and he's like, it's not the same margarita. Well, why not? They don't want people getting wasted at the uh, restaurant, but they don't care about the ballpark. Because those are strong. Those margaritas are strong, dude. <laughs> I think what it is is that, it, you know, their house margaritas used with a basic house tequila. Whereas the ballpark, they, they'll tell you, the people that work behind the counter, that they use Hornitos there. And just a little bit extra something, something on the end of that thing. And it's true. I I work literally five minutes away from the El Tempo that I'm assuming he talked about. That's in Stafford, just outside of Sugarland, and uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. I've had two ballpark margaritas. The, the last time I was in the ballpark, and that's all you need. 
The yeah. third one, you're playing with fire. Like you're you're Ubering home, you know, potentially. Yeah. Me, my liver's been, you know, trained well over many years. So I could probably do three, but I don't want to do three. I would enjoy myself if I did three. <clears throat> I, I told you before, I had two when I went to game two of the World Series. And I, I promise you, I was like drunk all the way home. Just with two. Uh, but anyway, I'm not a lightweight, but those things are strong. I, did, I, I, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. All right, so let's get into Friday's game. Hunter Brown, great night by Hunter Brown. Top of the second, Jolks gets an RBI single. Bregman scores one to zero. I've been sick lately. I don't know if you can tell. I can tell, but I don't know if you can tell. Top of the third, Bregman and our RBI single brought in Altuve. There was a pass ball. Jordan scored from third. That made it three to zero. And Jolks again, a two-run single. We're up five to zero. What a great start for the Astros, buddy. Absolutely. They were just coming off a series in Milwaukee where they had this huge offensive output in the first game and then were shut out the next two games. Going into the series with, with Oakland, you were hoping that the offense would find it again so that, you know, Hunter would have some support. That's exactly what happened. Hunter had a great night that you're going to talk about, but I mean, the offense was really the story because they showed up where the last two games, they'd been so silent. Yeah. We're up five to zero. Uh, Seth Brown had a two run Homer in the bottom of the seventh. And that was the final five to two Hunter Brown, seven innings, four hits, two runs, a walk and 10 count them 10 strikeouts. I had to go back and look if that was correct. And now I still don't 100% believe that I wrote that down wrong, that I wrote it down right. Amazing performance. The guy's 5-1 and one with a 3.12 ERA. Not going to lie, earlier in the season, remember I was like, I'm kind of worried about this dude, but this dude is awesome. For sure, 100%, the number three pitcher on the team. Absolutely. Uh, again, if you if you haven't made it over to the relevant app, we had Susie and Monica covering the game on Friday. They had a little drinking game going on, and between it's it's like a card game where you know you pull a card and it tells you if somebody gets a a three two count you drink, or if somebody gets a strikeout you drink. And uh, I don't I don't exactly know how they finished the night because I had something to get to, but about the sixth inning, I could tell. They were getting deep into that deck of cards. They were doing a lot of drinking because the Astros are having a good night, both Hunter Brown and the offense. So uh, definitely come check out the relevant app. It's a really good time to to just hang out with, you know, fans watching the game, being able to celebrate, you know, the Astros doing big things together as opposed to doing it by yourself on the couch. I think today we had a, a first timer in. Maybe I think two. we had a couple of them. Yeah, we had a couple. It was a good day. I wish they could come on and speak for us. <clears> but it, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun way to watch a game. Uh, Naris had a hit and two strikeouts. Presley, save number 10, three strikeouts. Great job by Presley. Jose Altuve, two for five. Bregman, two for four. Tucker, two for three. Jolks, two for four with three RBIs. Jake went one for four. The Astros had five runs on nine hits, four for 11. With runners in scoring position, they left five on base. Overall, very, very pleased with the offensive output. It's only five runs, but to me and you, that's the magic number. That's all you need. 
And it felt really good for the offense. And I know it's Oakland, but it felt really good for the offense to, to do something after getting shut out twice by the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, which we didn't have either one of those shutouts. We had the game one where they won. So it, it was an awesome start to the series. Absolutely. One of the uh, the mainstays at the relevant app that, that you know, we talked to a lot. His name's Corey. Shout out to Corey. He made mention of the average runs that this Oakland A's team has given up and felt like the, you know, the Astros were underperforming a little bit. We talked a little bit today, but a win's a win is what I told him. And I, <laughs> I mean, you score a hundred runs, you scored two runs, you get the win, you get the win. All right, let's go to game two with Framer Valdez, who hardly ever gets run support. And the last time he did, he had his worst outing of the season. So top of the first, Jeremy Pena, two-run bomb. Ronan Altuve, way to start the game. Uh, bottom of the second, I wrote this down, Aledmus Diaz had a sack fly. Former Astro, wanted to give him a shout-out. No scoring till the eighth. It was a low-scoring game. You're kind of worried, like, hey, uh, is anybody going to score again? You're like, it could just take a bad inning. Uh, top of the eighth, Alex Bregman, a bases-clearing double. This was a very, very exciting play. Load the bases. Bregman just comes in and clears them. Yeah, you're really waiting on Bregman to get going. He's had a very, very slow start to the season. Arguably, you know, more disappointing than Jose Abreu when you look at some of the numbers. Yeah, he's had a little bit more pop, but the average isn't there. And that's for, for Bregman, it's just not normal, right? You expect him to be 275, 280, 285, and 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 up. So for him to be down around the Mendoza line, that's that's kind of striking. So for him to get that much needed hit, I think for his confidence for the team too, because at that time it's two to one. Anything could happen. You let you let Oakland hang around, they figure something out. That kind of just kind of put the an extra nail in the coffin for that game made it really hard for them to just go. We can get back into this. We can take the lead. Altuve, Pena, and Jordan Alvarez were all on base. And then uh, Abreu got a sack fly. You spoke about him earlier. He brought in Bregman, 6-1. to one. I'm going to try this guy's name again. Langoliers. I got That's it. not all bad. Right. Two-run single, 6-3. to three, Made it a little closer than we wanted it to be. But that was the final score. Framber's final line. Six innings, four hits, one run. Three walks, five strikeouts, picks up the win. He's now five and four with a 2.38 ERA. What do you think about Framber's outing? I think Framber struggled a little bit. He had more traffic than we're used to seeing. He didn't get as deep in the game as we thought we he might go. I think those are things that it's it's one game, so you try to compartmentalize it like that. You don't want to dwell on it. I'm sure he probably threw it out. But if you asked Framber, he would tell you he did not have a great game. And it's pretty awesome when your your ace says he had a bad game, or at least we perceive not a great game, and it's still six innings of one-run baseball, yeah. albeit the Oakland A's. I think he's disappointed that he only pitched six innings. Uh, it's not Framber-esque, but it's still great. I'll take it every time. Maton, no runs. Abreu. He had a bit of a bad game, a hit, a walk, and two runs allowed and a strikeout. He only pitched two-thirds of an inning, 
Neris came in and cleaned it up. <clears throat> Presley came in with two strikeouts, save number 10. <laughs> save number 11. I said save number 10 twice. So that's save number 11. And uh, great game. Altuve, two for five. Pena, two for four. Bregman, three for four. You spoke about Bregman's uh, batting average, three for four in this game, two for four in the game before. Jolks, one for four. Astros, six runs on eight hits, two for six with runners in scoring position, and they left four on base. Overall, they went six to three. Game one, they went five to two. I'm happy with the output. I think our pitchers are good enough that if you give them five, they're going to win. Absolutely. Five's a big number. I know what the numbers say the Astros should score against this team, but runs are hard to come by. There's there's going to be games where you just don't put it all together. See the Milwaukee series. So for them to come out the first two games of the series and really establish the offense with six and five runs, really important. You know, you get some guys feeling better at the plate that haven't always had great moments. Pena's had some moments. Bregman's had some moments, but there was stretches where they, you know, tend to struggle. So I thought this was big. All right, let's go to today's game, which is pretty exciting. Christian Javier started the game off top of the first. Jordan Alvarez, home run number 13. We're up one to zero. The uh, A's added a home run of themselves there in the bottom of the first. We're tied one to one. Jake Myers, top of the fourth, three run homer. Didn't see that coming. Absolutely not. Jake has been hitting the ball so well over the past two, three weeks. And it was really big because, like you said, immediately they get they, we get the homer by Jordan, feeling great. CJ gives it up the, the first batter of the game. So it's it's back to square one. You kind of felt like CJ didn't have his best stuff. He threw 20 pitches in the first inning. And you already know you're going to be taxed for bullpen arms because the first two games, Dusty had to employ a lot of his good uh, A- bullpen guys so that was something you know we were going to monitor and see what they did who they were going to go to something we were talking about in the relevant relevant app who's going to be the guys for dusty to call on because all these other guys have had so much work yeah the, the thing about javier is i believe that home run was either a second or third pitch of the game and then they got some traffic on he had to work hard to get out of that first inning and you're kind of thinking this might not be his game, but we'll get more to that. We'll get to that later, folks. Uh, top of the fourth, Jake Myers got that three-run homer. No scoring till the seventh when Chaz McCormick said, hey, I want to be the center fielder. Let me hit a home run. <laughs> Altuve comes up and says, hey, I don't have a home run. I'm going to hit one. And then top of the eight, the greatest moment of the week, one of the greatest moments of the year. Jose Abreu got his first home run. It wasn't really that exciting that Altuve got his first home run, but Abreu got his home run. Halfway around first base, he just started chugging it, baby. He was running as fast as he can. It looked like a little kid out there having fun. I, it was one of the greatest moments of the year for me, buddy. Absolutely. You can tell this guy has wanted so bad to prove that he was, you know, worth the the money that the Astros went out and spent to get him. 
And it was just, it was just like the biggest weight off the guy's shoulders. He's tried so hard. I've talked about it at length, how he's tried to be really positive, upbeat. He obviously knows he's not uh, performing to the level that he's accustomed to. The fans have kind of, you know, I don't want to say they've let him know it, but I know we've talked about it at length. I know other people have talked about it at length. He's been a big level of concern for this team so far because he was brought in, highly sought out, top free agent pick to come in and be the offensive uh, boost that this team needed when Jordan didn't have it, when Tuck didn't have it, when Bregman didn't have it. And so far, he just there's been no power. So you just kind of wait, hoping that he was going to find one. He runs into a changeup, perfectly placed, and uh, you love you love the enthusiasm with which he turned the corner on the bases. He was this, you know, the biggest grin, and then he slid into his teammates who were all on the top rung, Michael Brantley included. Nobody's more happy for this guy than his own team, who knows how hard he's worked, who knows how much he's wanted to prove, hey, I'm I'm one of the guys. So it's just a great moment all the way around. Truly, like if you saw the video, you saw the joy that the team got off of that. It meant just as much as them to them as it did to to Jose. So really a big moment, I think, for this team and hopefully for him to be able to kickstart his his, I guess, power production. He's had his some power surge, yeah. Exactly. But this is gonna hit get get him hitting a couple extra base hits, that kind of thing. So staying with Abreu. I don't I think me and you have been pretty supportive of him. I don't think we've been bashing him here. But the celebration, even the Bat Boy was laughing. Even the Bat Boy was happy. There wasn't one person in that dugout not happy. We were all happy. But top of the ninth, we weren't done. Pena two run homer. His eighth of the year. We're up nine to one. And Jordan's like, I started the game of the home run. Let me end it. With a home run, home run number 14 and his RBIs is like close to 40, right? Or is it close to 30? Close to 50. He almost has 50 RBIs. No way. Oh, oh yeah. All right. You need to look Jordan that up. Jordan Alvarez is like an RBI game almost. All right. You need to look that up for me because I don't know. So. Javier, five innings, four hits, one run, three walks, three strikeouts, gave up a home run. The thing about Javier and Framber on their outings, they did good, but they both were affected by the three walks. That's kind of what hurt both of them. But he gets the win. He's 6-1 and one with a 2.97 ERA. Mushinsky, a hit, a walk, and a strikeout. Phil Maton, a hit, and a strikeout. ERA, 0.7. One, Stanek came in, strikeout. Montero, perfect place to bring in Montero. A walk, a strikeout, no runs allowed. ERA 6.97. Jose Altuve, three for five with a home run. Pena, one for four with a home run. Alvarez, two for five with two home runs. Alex Bregman, one for five. Abreu had a home run. Jolks, two for four. Jolks has been playing really, really good. Uh, Diaz, one for four. Jake Myers, one for three with that home run. There's a lot of guys that only had one hit, but it was a home run, which made the game awesome. Astros had seven home runs, and I think that ties a record for most home runs 
in the franchise history with two other uh, past teams and past days. 10 runs, 13 hits, one for four with runners in scoring position. If you told me the Astros were going to score 10 runs and they only had four runners in scoring position, I would say they probably hit a lot of home runs, and I would have been right. Yeah, seven home runs is a big number. Uh, really a credit to this team for going out and you know being aggressive at the plate. I mean, when the game got out of hand, four, five, six, they could have kind of mailed it in. No, these guys were still taking quality at bats, looking to do damage. And uh, I think that was very, very important for them going into this, this another so- semi-gauntlet, if you will. There's going to be some some teams that uh, are not great, but there's going to be some decent teams in there. They're going to play 17 games in a row without an off day. So for the next two weeks, you're going to have to bear with your team a little bit because they're going to be, you know, home, away, home, away. They're going to play. They're going to play a lot of games. So when you start to look at why so-and-so didn't come in or why so-and-so have the day off, whether it be the bullpen or a starting guy, Tucker had the day off today, Dusty's going to have to juggle this lineup a little bit and juggle that bullpen a little bit because 17 games in 17 days is no easy thing. One quick note, Jordan Alvarez, 48 RBIs. Jesus. In 46 games, and he has 48 hits. That's amazing. Crazy numbers. That's amazing. All right. So we are going to take a quick break, folks. But when we return, when we return, I was going to say two different words at once and I messed up. When we come back, we will give you the pitching matchups against the twins. We will take a look at the standings. Of course, we got to do Survivor, players of the series. And I have three. Fair fouls relating to the Astros. We have Tom's final thoughts. So stick with us. We'll be right back with more Astros baseball. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, so the Astros go back home after being in Oakland. They have to change time zones, which is pretty hard. The game will be at 310. JP France against Sonny Gray, who is 4-0 with a 1.82 ERA. I don't know if we're going to be able to pull this one out, buddy. 
I don't know either, but something I heard in the post game today that I thought was very interesting. Sonny Gray is 0-2 with a 4.82 ERA in Minute Mate. So he does not pitch well in the juice box. Now, that may not matter because he is firing on all cylinders this year, but he is not comfortable on that mound. All right, so just the same way we had the sweep perfectly lined up this series, not so much. <laughs> Tuesday, the game's a 7-10. We got Belak, who is 1-2 with a 3-5-5 ERA, facing Ryan, who is 7-1 with a 2.21 ERA. Wednesday's game is also at 7-10. Hunter Brown brings his 5-1 record to Minute Maid Park to take on Varland. When I first saw that, I was like, Verlander? 2-1-4-24 ERA. I will not guarantee a sweep. I will not even guarantee a series win on this one. It'll be difficult. It'll be tough. I think that the fact that it's in Minute Maid, it's at the juice box as opposed to on the road, bodes well for a team that played really well, you know, coming off of this road trip. You know, the fans are going to be there. They're going to be full throat. I think uh, they're going to be excited. This team is 10 games over 500. Uh, there's going to be a lot of energy. I think Altuve starting to swing a hot bat. I think that you're going to find you're going to find these things being something that they'll lean on in this, this long stretch. We're coming back home with Altuve playing really good. Abreu got his first home run. And I believe... I mean, I lose track of time here, but I think we went 6-0 and in the last homestand, right? Or wrong? That's correct. We played the A's and the Cubs. So we played well at home last time. The Astros are 31-21. and They are 8-2 and in their last 10. They've won three games in a row. Minnesota. This might change your mind. 27-26, barely over 500. 3-7 in their last 10. And they lost one in a row. The Astros are only two games behind the Texas Rangers. Minnesota leads the Central. They lead Detroit by one game. They lost two or three games to Toronto in their last series. No shame in that. Are you ready for Survivor? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. So last time out, I can't believe I ever did this, but I picked the Orioles. To beat the New York Yankees, I think Tom remembers the scores, but I don't. But they won, and I am now 8-5. and five. Tom picked the Cardinals to beat the Reds, the, the uh, battle of the red uniform teams, and I believe you won too. So share those scores. You're 10-3, and three, Tom. What's up with you? I mean, the goal is to win them, right? <laughs> we're almost at the halfway point and you're only two games ahead of me, but 10 and three looks way better than eight and five. I'll take it. I'm not mad. It's a, it's definitely a juggling act with trying to pick a team and then knowing, all right, it's dead to me now. And then it's getting tougher now. Game. Yep. Yep. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I'd like to pick Tampa Bay in this game. Oh, I already picked them. And uh, but I'm ready. I have my pick this week. I even had I'm, to double. I had to double check to make sure that I didn't pick them. But do you have your pick? I sent you your your picks. They're here on page one. I and have my I, pick. 
I, I still think I'm going to look again to see if I pick these guys because it just doesn't seem like I haven't. Mm, no. All right, my pick, and I feel sorry for you, Oakland, but is the Atlanta Braves over the Oakland A's. That's a great pick. I you knew are, I'd already, picked, already Atlanta. picked You picked yep. them when they had Uncle Charlie on the mound. I did, I did. So for me, I'm going to take the Los Angeles dollar, Dodgers. Dollars, oof. And they, they screwed me, by the way. They did. Against the Washington Natural, Nationals, they've got a good young pitcher, Bobby Miller, going for them. They just recently brought him up. He's first game out, went five innings, five strikeouts with a 1.80 ERA. All right, so we got two blue teams this week. Atlanta over the A's, that's my team, and Tom as the Dodgers over the Nationals. Let's do the players of the series. This is fun for me. This is my favorite thing to do. I, I'm i going to say we're going to get two out of three because I think we're going to have a different position player of the series. Probably so. I believe we are. <laughs> All right, pitcher. I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. It is Mr. Hunter. Brown. Couldn't agree more. Hunter Brown absolutely shined. 10Ks, you really can't mess with that. Uh, it was in a big spot. They just lost two in a row. So he was kind of the stopper, and that's exactly what he did. And, I mean, if you had lost any faith in him before, that should all be gone now. That start, I mean, I guess if you, you say it's Oakland all you want, but he still struck out 10 of them. You know, Farmer didn't do that. CJ didn't do that. And those are your two aces. So, mm -hmm. all right, position player. I was going to give it to Bregman. Four RBIs. My first instinct was to give it to Jordan, but I didn't. Then I was going to give it to Pena. He had two two-run homers this series. I didn't give it to him either. Wow. The person I gave it to went two for five. Two for five. Three for five. This guy went seven for 15. Got his first home run of the year. Jose Altuve. That's my player of the series. Jose Altuve is a great pick. I was torn. I really wanted to. I really seven wanted... for 15. <laughs> this is the one I didn't think we we're going to get the same. Because yeah. I had no intentions of picking him until I started doing the stats. So I thought of him, but I didn't think that he had performed better than Jordan. So I went with Jordan because I mean the guy hit two homers in the same game. You know, it got it got it going immediately. Was on base the entire time. I don't Jordan know. did nothing the first two games. That's not true. He scored uh, in game two. He didn't drive and, any runs in. I mean, you can't drive them all in. Even Maldonado <laughs> scores runs, buddy. But that's your pick. That's yep. okay. Yep. That's what I was saying. My first instinct was, well, it's going to be Jordan. But when I looked at the numbers, I'm like, wow, he's not even in my top three. That's my top good. three is Altuve, Pena, and Bregman. All right. Coach Rose winner. This is the one I think we're going to agree on, but you don't look confident, but I'm going with it. Jose Abreu. No, absolutely. That's my pick. <laughs> and, and, I'll and I'll tell you why. This guy has been doing so much that isn't – home runs you know he's been hitting 
I know it's not the the power. No, it's not the extra bases that people want to see, but he has been hitting. Last series, he had a hit in every game. And what a lot of people will forget, but I, I want to make mention of, in game two of the series, Framber had the bases loaded, was on the ropes. He was struggling. He walked a couple guys. And Jose Abreu made an amazing play, took took a baseball off his chest, kicks into, into foul territory, flips it behind his back, no look, to Framber covering first for an out to get out of the inning, which would at least, at a minimum, tied the game. Maybe got two runs. So he's been playing quality defense. And then now, now he's added a home run. Definitely my coach Rose. All right. Two out of three, just as I predicted. All right. We got three fair fouls and then final thoughts. Not my final thoughts, your final thoughts. So I didn't have a big dramatic pause there, folks. It's just, you know, bodily functions. All right. Not that kind of bodily function, Thomas. <laughs> All right. So fair foul. The Astros will score more than two runs on Monday. I'm going to say fair because I got to believe that they just can't be shut out every time they score 10 runs. I know <laughs> that is the, I know that is the feeling. I know people feel that way. Sonny Gray has been pitching great. I think eventually it's got to flip. The Astros always get up for games against better competition. This is a first place team. Carlos Correa is coming back into the building. I, I imagine Jose Altuve will be checked up, charged up for that. Pena will be charged up for that. So I think they'll get more than two. So the reason I came up with that number is, like you mentioned, 10 runs today. Last time they scored 10 runs, they got shut out two games in a row. And then Sonny Gray's ERA is under two. So that's where I got the number at. I'm going to say they don't score more than two runs. <laughs> two runs is not more than two. All right. Yiner Diaz, who caught today, fair or foul, he will catch J.P. France tomorrow. That's foul. his guy, isn't it? Foul. Really? Foul. Yeah, absolutely foul. That's his guy. Doesn't matter. Dusty does not care who anybody's guy is. That has never been his MO. I think I, I, I'm going to be interested to see how much Yiner gets to play, though. Like, I, like I, I've been talking about, and I'll talk about in the final thought, 17 games is a lot in a row without a day off. So I think Dusty's going to have to be really smart about how he deploys his team to try to keep them fresh. So that means Yiner should play a couple more games than he has been for no other reason that you just can't play Maldi 17 straight days. But that being said, Yiner played today. Uh, Maldi will play tomorrow. So but we do have Belak on Tuesday. So maybe I Yiner gets to come in on Tuesday. But I'm going to go on a limb here. If if Belak wasn't pitching the next day, it would be so easy to answer. But I think he catches two days in a row. That's why I put this down. I say fair. He's catching two days in a row. Yiner can't, Diaz. Can't imagine. Can't imagine the scenario. All right, number three. When Jose Abreu returns to Minute Maid Park, 
and they announce his name when he comes up to bat or whenever they first announce his name, he will get a very, very warm welcome. I don't think it'll be anything you anything crazy. I I don't think they'll boo him. <laughs> I just I there's a it'll lot. It'll be of fans. warmer than it was. Oh, for sure. But I still think the 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 guys, the skeptics, it's going to take more than one to get them off the fence. I think that there's going to be a lot of guys going. All right, great. He ran up. In, he ran into a changeup against Oakland. Do it again. And they're, and they're, and they'll sit back and wait and say, "Do it again." I can't imagine that. The guy just gave us one of the greatest moments of the year. I think people would be jacked for him. I'm going to say yes. He gets a pretty good warning, uh, good welcome. We're going to have to find someone that's at the game so they can tell us because we'll have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I imagine the the broadcast will probably speak to it if you know TK and Blummer are there. They're pretty sharp. So we did not agree on any of those. Mm-mm. I had to go out on the out on a limb for a couple of them, but. It's what I thought. That's why that's I mean, why I wrote I mean, him down. The fact that you went against your boy saying he's gonna sit two days in a row. I just say, I mean Giner Diaz always catches JP France. So I mean I'm I'm just gonna say maybe there's a chance. I didn't mean to rhyme. That wasn't that wasn't <laughs> on purpose. All right, so now we got some time for Tom's final thoughts. Ladies and gentlemen. These Astros are 10 games over 500. They are 14. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 14 and three in their last 17. And, you know, they were 17 or 16 and 17. And the sky was falling. And now you got Jose Altuve back in the mix. You got Abreu starting to hit. You got Bregman starting to hit. You're, you're starting to find your stride. That being said, 17 games in a row, I can't say it enough, is a lot. And these guys are going to be tired, and they're probably going to lose a game or two in here in these 17 games. And you have to you have to look at the hole and go, look, that's okay. I know right now we we our standards are high, but I truly believe that this team is going to come out of this with, at worst, a 500 record and still be 10 games over 500. And that may be enough to be leading the division when it's all said and done. Because Texas lost today. They're only two games back. Texas' schedule does not get it a whole lot easier. So really looking forward to these guys getting a break and then being able to reset. Maybe we get some guys back from injury. Go Astros. We are not getting anybody back from injury. (laughs) I read the injury report. They're all scheduled to come back mid-July. We're not getting them back till the all-star break. I don't have any final thoughts, but after Minnesota, the Astros have four games at Minute Maid Park against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, folks, and we will see you next time on Astros Baseball.